0: This podcast was recorded from our twice weekly live stream. To watch this video or see other episodes of The Spiritual Journalist, head to thespiritualjournalist.com or find me on YouTube. You can find a link in the show notes. Hello and welcome to the premiere of The Spiritual Journalist right now in three two one it is 11 11 a.m on this 11 11 portal just got a notification on my watch right now and i am so excited to introduce you to our first guest on the show not just because jupiter and the moon are conjunct right now giving us all the optimistic good vibes but because she is the perfect representation of why i started the spiritual journalist so we can talk about things that you really wouldn't be able to talk about on the local news in my past life. Not because these things aren't true, but because they're a little woo-woo. But as you'll learn from Kat Golick, the founder of crystal rising a powerful energy healer being woo isn't actually a new concept so today we're talking with cat who is the embodiment of a light worker and she's going to share all of her wisdom we're going all the way woo today talking about the 1111 portal how we can tap into the energy of it and how we can align with our highest selves so Now let's get curious for the first episode of The Spiritual Journalist. I've always been a deeply curious person, talking with anyone who would listen and soaking in as much information as possible. So it's no surprise my love for storytelling led me to a career in journalism. But after nearly a decade working in newsrooms across the West Coast, I realized I wanted to start asking questions you probably wouldn't see on your local news. So I left my job as a morning TV reporter and started The Spiritual Journalist. This isn't just a YouTube channel, podcast, website or social media page. This is a live conversation where you get to ask questions too because I'm not the expert. I'm not here to tell you what to believe. My goal is to connect you with people who have profound experiences and inspirational stories to share. So if you're like me, you have this insatiable curiosity and you love deep conversations too, well, this is the place for you. Together each week, we'll explore everything from crystals and tarot to mental health and the environment. There are no wrong questions here. My ultimate goal is for you to come away from each episode with a new perspective and an expanded consciousness. This is a channel for the collective. This is a community for the curious. This is The Spiritual Journalist. Good morning. Thank you so much for being with me.
1: Thank you, Olivia, and congratulations. That was so beautiful.
0: (laughs) Oh, thank you. I might have been burning the midnight oil last night, putting that all together, but I am so grateful for you being my first guest. And Now that we are tapping into this energy of the 1111 portal, 1111 just passed. Jupiter and the moon are conjunct right now, helping us lean into the energy I would love for you to lead us through uh, a ritual or some breath work just to tap into this energy before we start diving deep. I love that. Okay, so first we're gonna be rubbing our portals together.
1: With these hands, we activate ourselves, we activate each other. You're just gonna keep rubbing them, closing your eyes, tuning in to your body, to your breath. Breathing out fully, and then bringing your breath up through your roots. Filling your body expand, pushing that breath up to your crown, and then putting your hands just around your face to fill the energy that you've created. And then slowly putting them away, pulling them away from your face. And just placing them in your in your lap, open to be in the receiving mode. So today is eleven eleven. It's a very powerful day. It's a portal day, and I'm sure many of you guys have been seeing eleven eleven for many years. Um, it is an activation number. It is the gateway into the more. It is our remembering. So this day is an invitation for us to even go deeper into our remembering. Um, So we're going to imagine ourselves walking through this 1111 gateway. But before we walk through this gateway, let's get a little background on on what is gonna be happening this day. Um, Today is a day to access our higher hearts timeline, our higher self's timeline. So, when we manifest any other time, it's like, okay, I want this money, I want this thing, I want, you know, all of these things. But today, we are manifesting through our higher heart. So, we're already gonna be abundant. We're already gonna have success. What does our higher heart want? What does our highest timeline want to use this vessel to ground in this experience, in this time? So I want us to get out of our needing mind, that's what we manifest through our needing mind, and I want us to expand, and in these few moments just think from our trusting heart, from our higher heart. What could we ground through these bodies in this time walking through this 1111 gateway today? What could we ground? Your wildest dreams? Make it more wild. I mean, like, could you have imagined, Olivia, when you were, (laughs) you know, in the news that you would be here, you are, this is like living through your higher heart. So Olivia is the perfect example of living through our higher heart. Something didn't feel right. And so she created something new to align to. So this is the magic of 1111. So right now, we're going to fill it. So we're gonna take, close our eyes down, place both feet on the floor, fully connected, filling the gravitational pull of the earth, this earth that pulled you here because she needs your light, your healing, your manifesting, your wisdom. And bring your breath from your feet, you can push your feet down on the ground, bring your breath up your legs, up your body, and expand upward really taking that full breath in allow your shoulders to fall back and just complete allowing take me higher take me deeper i allow my highest timeline so we're gonna just do 11 breaths like this (laughs) i love it let's do it okay releasing expectations, projections from others, allowing yourself to just rise out, out of the constraints of this body, of your physical circumstances that are surrounding you, getting excited for new opportunities, new connections, new ideas, feeling hope rise up through your body, really pushing up through your crown, allowing your light channel to flow down through And with this energy, with this excitement, with this hope, with this knowing that I am here on purpose, I am in this body on purpose, I have these dreams, I have this inspiration on purpose, we're going to imagine ourselves with 1111 right next to us, grand gateways next to us. How grand they are in your mind, just expand them, like look up. Look at these magical gateways next to you, 1111. It's the universe asking you to walk through, to embody your multidimensional self. Now, filling your feet on the ground, begin to walk through. Moving your hands to the side of you, filling the energy shift, filling your vibration rise as you walk through Breathing into your new self, your new version, this new embodiment. And just in a state of gratitude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. More of this, please.
0: That was so wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad we started that way because I really wanted people to get in tune with this energy. And now that we're all in this energy of abundance and thinking about our highest self, I feel like we can all be more open to all of the things that we're going to talk about today. Because, like I mentioned, we are going full woo. (laughs) But actually, Yes, uh, we had an energy healing session yesterday. I went to see Cat, which was so beautiful, so affirming. And you explained to me that there is actually a real meaning behind the term Wu Wu. Yeah. So in ancient Chinese medicine, Wu was the
1: original healer, the shaman, the, the person that people would go seek guidance, healing and information from was the Wu, was the master healer
0: so we are so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so woo woo isn't necessarily this like new weird concept it actually has this deep ancient meaning
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes. okay so here's how this is gonna go now that we're all feeling that energy i feel so good after that breath work um i'm going to do a little chart reading for Kat's astrology birth chart, which is so crazy to me that you haven't gotten into astrology at this point because I feel like you are so in tune with all the different ways to encode our DNA, all the different ways to interpret why we're here on Earth. So I'm so grateful that I can be the one to introduce your birth chart to you. And then we'll talk with Kat about her story, how she became a healer, how she got to where she is. And at the end of our show today, we'll pull a card and, Uh, see what message we'll receive from Spirit for the 11.11 portal. And Kat is launching something really exciting that you don't want to miss. So stay tuned for that. We'll talk about her new project, her new offering as well. Okay. So here is a look at your birth chart, Kat. Uh, You're a Libra, which you already knew, but... Uh, Your birth chart is, I love when this happens. It's just so perfect. It represents you so perfectly. So I won't get into all the nitty gritty because we could sit here and talk for an hour about your birth chart, but we'll talk about your big three, your sun, moon, rising, and kind of the major trends I'm seeing in your chart and how we see that play out in your life. So your sun is at 14 degrees in Libra. And So astrology charts have 12 houses, the first, your first house being in Scorpio, your last house being all the way at the end in Libra. The 12th house is the house of spirituality, psychic abilities, empathy, sensitivity. So it's no surprise that your personality, your sun sign, how you represent yourself to the world is very spiritual, but also you have such this beautiful Libra energy of balance and... A lot of the Libras in my life just have such a calming energy and are so pleasant to be around, which is very true for you. You're very, uh, you come across as very easy to open up to and be around. Another reason for that, so you have a Scorpio moon as well as your rising sign in Scorpio. So your moon sign, you can think of it as your internal self, your feelings, your intuition, who you really feel like on the inside. Your rising sign is that first impression you give out or how you represent yourself, what clothes you wear, how you first dawn on people when you meet them. Because a rising sign shows us Uh, exactly where the sun was on the horizon the moment you were born. So when you're looking at this snapshot, this is literally a snapshot of the stars and the planets in their exact position the moment you came into the world. Nobody's birth chart looks exactly like yours. Even somebody born a couple minutes before or after you will have different degrees with their planets. So this is very unique to you and because you have a moon and a rising in scorpio when you have your moon sign and your rising sign in in the same house or in the same uh, sign you tend to express your feelings a little bit more easily or be pretty upfront about your feelings and for you i think that comes across as a sensitivity like you are totally fine being vulnerable and putting yourself out there and talking about your innermost feelings or at least it comes across that way from all the events that I've gone to with you. Um so also Scorpio is the sign of psychic abilities as well or it rules psychic abilities and energy exchange. And you're all about energy exchange. I mean that is the work you do is assessing people's energies, extracting it and fusing it, balancing it. So it's it's just so perfect that you have Uh, Your rising and your moon sign, as well as your Saturn in Scorpio. So, I do want to point out a few different areas of your chart uh, because we know that you're this deeply spiritual person. You come across that way, you're fine expressing all of the deep things about you, and you have this beautiful presence about you with your sun and Libra. But go ahead and look at your 11th house over here where I'm circling. This is in Virgo. So you have three planets in Virgo, which is what's called a stellium, which means that you carry a lot of Virgo energy. You also have five planets in Sagittarius. So you have a ton of Sagittarius energy in your chart. Okay, so let's talk about Virgo first. The way this plays out, your 11th house is your house of groups or the collective, and It being in Virgo, the sign of service, means that you are deeply devoted to serving the collective, which is so you. And uh, you have your uh, Mars and your Venus in your 10th house, which is your house of career. So you have a lot of drive and a lot of passion, as well as a lot of love for the work you do. And you're very driven when it comes to that work. But those signs are also in Virgo, so your work has a lot to do with serving others. You like to be around people that serve others. You like to surround yourself with people you can serve or you can get service from. And your work is all about service. Uh, your Pluto is at 28 degrees in Libra at the very end of your chart, the very end of your 12th house. And we were talking about this yesterday, but when I saw this, the first thing that came through to me, because you were so transparent and upfront sharing about your past lives, you know, what kind of lives you lived, you know, what kind of person you were, you know, what experiences you had. And I really feel like this is your last lifetime as a human um you came into this lifetime with all of this spiritual knowledge with your son in the 12th house and you are just such a spiritual person uh that's just kind of who you are it seems like and you have all this wisdom from past lives that helps you in this lifetime and is helping you end this cycle or many cycles as a human um your saturn is in Scorpio. I love talking about Saturn because have you heard of the the term Saturn return? Yeah. So I have a feeling your Saturn return had a lot to do with you having kids. Just knowing the ages of your kids right around 28 to 30 years old is probably about when you had them. And it being in Scorpio, the sign of death and rebirth means that your Saturn was bringing new life into the world and it being in Scorpio and in your first house means that you probably had a huge shift in identity when you had kids or your whole perspective. You might have had like a full rebirth of yourself after you had kids or surrounding having kids. And then the last thing we'll talk about is all of these planets in Sagittarius. So it actually looks like a stellium because this shows a lot of minor planets but uh sagittarius is the sign of optimism of expansion of higher perspectives of higher knowledge of higher learning and this being in your second house screams to me crystals (laughs) and your business as well. Your second house is your house of income and values, especially when it comes to like physical values and money. But you have found this beautiful way to find the spiritual in the physical. Through your work with crystals, you can read the energy of the physical And with your Jupiter over here in Sagittarius, Jupiter is right at home in Sagittarius and Jupiter rules our abundance, which is why we feel so abundant right now with it conjunct the moon. Uh, But you, I mean, you already do, but you will have great abundance in your work in this lifetime. Jupiter in the second house in Sagittarius is like knocking it out of the ballpark for a placement like that. Your Neptune is also in Sagittarius, so you have big dreams about what you want to call in, but you can also manifest them very easily. You have a ton of manifesting power. So the other thing I'll point out is over here, you have your Chiron and Gemini. The only reason I'll point this out, it's not a major placement or anything, but it's actually at the same exact degree as the North Node right now. So I know we've talked about this, but you might be experiencing some trauma from either this life or past lives coming up. Uh, but it being conjunct the North node is really pushing you towards your highest purpose and also pushing you to serve the highest purpose of the collective. So that's my little breakdown. That's amazing. (laughs) Does it resonate with you? Really does. That is so good. This is why I waited to to tune into astrology. I was waiting for you. (laughs) It was perfect timing, perfect timing. Um, okay, so we won't get into your birth chart anymore, but you and I can chat about it more because I have lots to share. Uh, but now let's just start our conversation. Uh, my Really, my vision for this show is to kind of um, peel back the curtain of interviews I would do. In my local news job, I always had this urge to share the full interview. And I love, I have a Scorpio moon as well, just like you. And so I love deep conversations, diving deep, really getting into uh, vulnerability and things like that. And then I'm a Virgo, so I love the details. I love sharing all the things. Um, So, just like I would in a normal news interview when I used to work in local news, I want to start from the very beginning. So, I first met you in a spiritual setting in a women's circle, and to me, you know, you come across as this person who just came out of the womb as like this deeply spiritual being. So have you always been this in tune with your spirituality, or did you have a moment of awakening at some point?
1: So i come from a line of healers but it's not like such an apparent line there's obviously so many wounds in in our in our line that we work to heal but my grandma was a kuden that i was a witch and she worked with crystals um and she did like little rituals and things with us but um we were kind of kept away from her for a bit of time so i didn't really understand what she was doing and what i was doing until later on in life um i had a spell book when i was little and in my mind i i don't know if this actually happened but i would bring hairs i would make them move through spell Ooh. so i like i i think i'm gonna find this little spell book one day and i was very witchy when i was little i was so witchy and i was so different from my family i'm from new mexico um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i don't look like my family. So I kind of was removed from a lot of things that were happening just um, energetically. I had an imaginary friend until I was really old. And later to find out from my shaman that it was Lakshmi who was guarding me, protecting me, keeping me in this space of light so I can light the world now. That's why I know that happened. So I was really sheltered but I would take in a lot of things that serve me now. I mean, now as we're adults, it's like, okay, I did all of these past, all of these things to lead to who I am now. But now my yeah. sister is a Curendara. She's a spiritual healer in New Mexico. Um, I am doing spiritual work. So it's like come full circle in embodying the energy of all of the moments that made us. So yes, I am. I've always been a healer, but I had to find my own way to express it.
0: And did you find that wisdom through crystals or was there something else along the way that kind of opened you up to your purpose here and the energetics of the physical world? What was it that kind of turned the light on for you at some point?
1: So... My whole life, I knew something was wrong. Like I knew, (laughs) like we would be driving to school and we had horses and cattle. I'm like, why are we not riding? Why are we not going on our horses? Like why? (laughs) I just had so many questions, like I didn't eat meat. I was a vegetarian. And in New Mexico at that time, that was like insanity. You're not a vegetarian (laughs) in New Mexico in a Hispanic household. So um, I had all these like, why? I didn't feel like I fit in so it was easy for me to like do things a little different and my very first so all of those moments kind of made me realize that this 3d matrix was full of crap like I got it at a very young age like this isn't energetically vibing so from a very young age I was like no I don't buy it I don't buy (laughs) this I don't buy any of it but my first actual Experience was this crystal right here um, in Sedona, and oh. you put it right on on the dot. Um, it was after my son was born, kind of right after. I was experienced tremendous fear about what we're going through right now, like FEMA mm-hmm. camps, food scarcity everything that is like happening in our world right now, I alone by myself was like hoarding food in deep fear. It was it was like taking over my entire life. And mm. I went to Sedona with my sister and a bunch of really powerful healers. And I was at the point where it was like, I can't live with this amount of fear. It was just too much, it was too big. Um, and I was at a vortex with a shaman behind me, and we all walked up to this vortex in Sedona. I know you've been to Sedona, so you know the yes. vortex. Yes. And I was so broken by my fear at this point that I was just standing at the edge and the wind just started whipping out of nowhere because it had been sunny or cloudy for other people, but he had to come up and hold me. And I just was like, I am allowing. like either like kill me now, just take me or fill me with my purpose because I can't live in fear anymore. I just, I, it's too heavy. I don't want to be here like this. Um, the sun parted through the clouds and shone right on me. My sister took a picture. It's on my Instagram. Um, so she snapped this moment. And in that moment, I was just given trust. It was just like the flow of trust that went through me. And Then we went to a crystal shop and I got this Labradorite, uh, this exact amazing piece. And um, we went back to the hotel that night and I sat down and I had my first astral experience with this Labradorite and she took me up and she showed me perspective of what's happening. And I came back, I stopped hoarding food, I stopped living in fear and I started crystal rising. Like I started everything
0: after this. So she's been my guide. (laughs) I just got chills all over my body when you were telling that story. Such a beautiful moment. Uh, And also just so affirming that your Saturn return came right around having kids, came from tapping into your spirituality. And you told me as well that you used energy healing and just kind of tapping into your own intuition to heal your body after having children, right? Yeah. So
1: after my, I have three kids,
0: my son is 10
1: and my daughters are seven, they're twins. And after my twins were born, I gained 98 pounds after they 98 pounds, like I've shown it before. I'm not going to post it or anything, but I was a full (laughs) bubble, I was full bubble.
0: which is so hard to picture for me, honestly, because you are such a like small fit person. You know, you have just like this beautiful figure. So I, I can't show, even imagine that. I'll
1: show you the picture.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so what happened was I was looking at my body, which we do because we're conditioned by society as like failing, as ugly, as undeserving, as unwanted. Um. So I was already on my spiritual journey at that point and I, I had a dark night of the soul for my own body because I didn't recognize her. I already don't resonate with the way I look just because of my life. Um just the way my life has been. But I mm-hmm. I began to lose the weight by looking at her in gratitude and by breath work. A lot of breath work and I did mirror work, which I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that, but you just No there in the mirror naked, and you just Mm -hmm. recondition or redo the contract with your body and looking at my stomach, not as something disgusting, but as something that held life that the universe source God put life within this stomach, and this body was able to carry twins full term. So it, it was a gratitude practice. It was a breathwork practice to connect back to this body, back to this vessel that my soul is experiencing in this timeline. And yeah, I lost the weight. And now I'm less, uh, I weigh less
0: than I did before I had kids. Wow. I love this intersection too of energy, healing, and gratitude, but also it's kind of a mental health practice, right? Just to reframe your mindset is I mean, that's kind of a powerful energy healing modality in itself. Yeah. Once
1: we realize that our thoughts are so powerful, that our words are so powerful, and that we are pulling the strings, like our mind keeps us so limited. But if I put a crystal in my water after I've said, spoken what i want to call in how i want to fill and i drink that water and that water is flowing through my veins through my body if i say to the air that i'm breathing this air that has always existed this air that jesus and buddha have breathed and i breathe it into my body and i set an affirmation or an intention that is now flowing through my body and activating it so we can change the world with our with our word
0: Yes, and I mentioned this at the beginning of this show, but to me, you are the embodiment of a light worker. I feel like you have been such a huge supporter of my own spiritual journey just by being yourself and holding your own light. In fact, the first time I ever spoke out loud that I wanted to start this show and I wanted to start The Spiritual Journalist was in a circle with you which I think is just so perfect and so powerful. Um, but I kind of want this episode to be an introduction to what it means to be a light worker. So can you explain to us what is a light worker, and what are we here to do? So a light worker to me is somebody
1: that is learning themselves every day. It's not somebody that, like you say about me, I'm a perfect embodiment. No, I am failing constantly but I want to learn more and I want to be better and I show up for myself every day. I show up for this version that carries me and I show up for my future, Kathleen, every day. Um, So a light worker is somebody that knows that this isn't it, there is more. 1111 is a perfect example, a guide showing us that there's so much more. Like if you just think about how big this multiverse is And then come back to yourself and realize that you have never not existed you have always been energy you have been a crystal you have been a plant and being a light worker is humbling yourself to this i am here for just an eyelash a blink of a time and i'm going to use my moments here to yes fail but keep trying learn more learn more learn more connect deeper and then everything that I'm learning, I'm just like a plant to this earth and I'm just grounding the things down into the earth because the earth pulled me here to do that. So it's about failing and not giving into the darkness every time you fail. It's about saying, okay, I messed up or I was triggered by this. What, what is this? What, what just triggered me? So for me, light work is about peeling yourself open, looking at your darkness, which now that I know I'm a Scorpio moon, I'm like, I get (laughs) deep. And I didn't know that before until you were saying that. And I'm like, I get deep into things. So pulling it out of you, this is a perfect um, little thing everybody can do today. The next thing you're triggered by instead of like flowing down the trigger path and blowing up or whatever happens, pull it out. What do you need? How can I help you? Are you ready to be released? And that's been the way that I've gotten a little bit more wisdom, I guess, just through learning what triggers me.
0: For sure. And we talked about this yesterday, but I totally relate. Having a Scorpio moon for most of my life, my emotions felt so intense and so overwhelming. Anytime I got triggered or upset, and they would debilitate me for sometimes days on end where I just could not get out of that stuck energy. And now that I've been really focusing on myself and my own journey and my own work that I want to put out in the world uh and using practices like that using the wisdom people like you share it's a lot easier to just observe the trigger and take the lesson and leave the pain as you taught us the other night in our workshop
1: um amazing that everything around us is here to guide us so This is a simulation, I believe now that, you know, I go, I, every time I like astral project or anything, I get perspective and everything is guiding us to remember who we are. So if something comes up, it's because there's a lesson there. And a light worker is a detective that like figures out what the lesson is, grounds the wisdom, shares it with others, and then heals herself and puts, puts it back into the earth to come back as energy. So we're like detectives. I love it. Little light worker
0: detectives. And the Scorpio in your chart loves being the detective. Let me tell you. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Scorpios are like the natural detectives. They want to get deep and know all the information. So people watching might have heard the term light worker and another term that's often in our changed with that or uh, kind of goes along with that is star seed so what does it mean to be a star seed so we are all star seeds at this point of the human experience we all have star
1: family I'm Pleiadian I'm octarian I'm so i'm lumarian which i really connect with lumarians as you guys all know um (laughs) so when you realize that your physical family is just a small portion of like your actual soul family um things will start that's the first part of it it's just like the awareness that there is more okay now that i know there is more show me more and then the universe will start bringing in clues about who you are um, connecting you with like a podcast or a, a passage in a book and that's how the universe starts to remind you but it's all about allowing the knowing that there is more just allowing it that's that's what today is all about it's just allow this allow the flow allow the the air allow it to fill you up so there are so many star seed Um, star beings out there that are here helping us with our rise Um, I work directly with the Pleiadians and they have already gone through what we're going through in a planetary phase they've already elevated to a higher dimension so they are trying to help us raise our vibration and frequency um, understanding that we're all connected understanding that my hurt is your hurt. We are so connected in ourselves because as we rise in our collective consciousness, so does the universe. So they're all cheering us on. They are all looking at us. We have so many guides and angels and everybody rooting for us. They want us to win. They want us to do the work. They want us to show up and they're helping us. As you know, guardian angels
0: yes and tuning into that awareness is very new for me too i didn't have a regular dialogue with my angels until really a couple years ago i got into this crazy car crash on the freeway on i-80 here in sacramento and the last thing i saw before uh, i got rear-ended was this gold truck that reminded me exactly of my grandpa's truck who is the first person that i was really close to who i lost when i was like six years old but i've always felt like he was my guardian angel and that he was close to me when i was a baby i would sleep on him all the time like i have a picture in my office of me sleeping on him because i just want to feel his presence near me but it was in that moment that i knew i was like oh i'm protected and on the freeway the firefight i instantly i saw the truck and i turned my wheel maybe i don't know a quarter of a turn to the right just turned my wheels enough so that when i got re rented i shot over into the next lane and avoided hitting the car in front of me which would have like you know smashed me into the car in front of me and the firefighter was like yeah you should go buy a lottery ticket or something because if you hadn't turned your wheel this would have been a very different story and it was like that knowing in me to like turn the wheel and get out of the way right when I saw the truck I was like oh my gosh okay he's here I'm good I'm protected and after that moment I just could tune into him more and more and feel his presence more and more so and I love how you mentioned uh you know your awakening moment or your realization that you're a light worker or that you are born from the stars can come from a podcast. So maybe people tuning in today, maybe this is your moment. Maybe this is the podcast or the show that's going to spark something in you and help you remember. That's really, really the goal of this. So I want to talk about the current energy on earth and why you think so many people are awakening there's more and more people seeing 11 more and more people leaning into spirituality astrology numerology human design why do you think that's happening right now i'm so here for it i'm so excited about it
1: so as we all do the work so a light worker is not somebody that's just like love and light. A light worker is somebody that looks at darkness and says, get the fuck out. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> what light workers, we're warriors. We're the front lines. We're the activators of others. So as we embody our Shakti, our feminine power, as we embody this, we are raising the vibration of our planet, the Schumann resonance. It is raising. Um it's proven you can look at the human resonant chart to see so as as you are embodying yourself you are activating others as so we are like a grid and we are just lighting people up so the more we do it the more people are awakening so when you've heard like we are who we've been waiting for we are who we've been waiting for and us embodying more of ourselves and more of our work and more crystals like whatever you are drawn to Follow it with your higher heart. Follow it with open allowing because you doing that is activating somewhere across someone across the the globe, across the country. And that's why we're here. And we don't know how long we have to activate each other, but we're on a timeline here. And everything that you can do to step into your power is giving somebody else power.
0: Yes, I love that. And you mentioned the Schumann residence. So I want to talk about the scientific principles behind energy. I know that you actually went to school for architecture, right? Yes. Which is so there's. Oh, go ahead.
1: It's just amazing because one of my first projects was biomimicry. So we took a plant and we designed a building off of it and mine was a sunflower so i learned about the fibonacci sequence about Mm -hmm. all of the sacred geometry in college in like a very in-depth scientific way and now i use that same sacred geometry to read energy so it's just full circle mind-blowing kinds of
0: stuff just a perfect example of the universe giving you exactly what you need at the perfect moment to expand your consciousness so you have this scientific mind this curious mind that led you to study architecture talk to me about frequency in energy and the schumann resonance and break that down on a level that those of us who aren't quite where you're at yet can understand Okay, so I'm, I think I'll start with crystals, because everybody has crystals yes. in
1: their house, so they can connect that way. So every crystal is a harmonious being. They, the harmonious being means, a harmonious frequency means they're one specific frequency, and they are embodied with that frequency constantly. We are completely all over the place. Our head is a different frequency from our stomach, from our heart, and then our emotions add in this so we're all over the (laughs) place so when we work with crystalline energy our cells raise to match it harmoniously because they don't want to come down to our level like like your guides can only come down so far we need to rise in our consciousness so as we work with a crystal our cells will raise to match its vibration and then it will carry us with that vibration. So that's why yesterday when you had crystals on you, they were hot on your throat and your sacral, especially because they were working with you at a cellular level to raise your vibration. So vibration is what we experience as elevated emotion and frequency is the rate of um, something vibrating so we want to vibrate higher we want to raise our vibrational frequency so when we look at the schumann reson- resonance of the of the earth which is usually 7.83 hertz at typically what it's been for a long time right now it's getting in the 80s it's like spiking every day you can go check it out schumannresonance.org um it's my it's my home screen on my computer so when i log on to my computer it's the schumann resonance so if it's off the charts i'm like okay i'm
0: just gonna step step in and tune into this energy and solar flares can cause this right this is like a measurement of the energy that we are receiving on earth right yeah so solar flares are you can think of it as
1: like a gift from the sun to further activate our dna so if you think of a plant it gets solar energy this seed is already embodied with all the cosmic um blueprints to be a flower like every flower can bloom because it has this same seeded cosmic blueprint but it needs the energy of the sun to grow and bloom so as we are raising in our vibration and our frequency we need these light codes to come through and activate us so that we can further activate our our dna our 12 strand dna and this is why if you've noticed the clouds the skies are a lot, you know, murkier, um, mm-hmm. I, I think that they're trying to block us from receiving these light codes. So if like today is a clear day, <laughs> go out and yes. read these light codes. So we are meant to get information from the sun. We are meant to be outside. We are meant to be grounding it from the sun to the earth. So today an amazing thing to do for yourself, for your vibrational rise, for the collective is to go be the channel between these light codes and the earth.
0: And this 1111 portal makes that energy almost easier to access or more powerful today, right? Yes because we get information from our central
1: sun to this sun to our we are open and allowing. So if you can imagine like you are just standing in complete allowing, your energy is open, all of the stars are aligning for you to just receive and that's today. We have this, you know, these special days when there are portals opening for us to receive this information and today is an 1111 portal of energy that we can choose to receive. You know, some people are just gonna be blocked off or gonna numb themselves, stay inside, hermit down, look at their phone. But I hope that each one of you goes out and really feels the energy pouring down on you and then allow it to go through your feet and give it to this planet that called you here.
0: Yes, I hope it's a beautiful sunny day wherever you're watching from. So. Yes, I know it is here in Sacramento, but I'm hoping people watching other places too uh, can go outside and access this. Um, so we talked about what it means to be a star seed. We talked about what it means to be a light worker. We've talked about frequency and energy and how all of these things are scientifically researched, right? Like we know the different frequencies of crystals because of science. Yeah, so they can be measured um they also are
1: used all over in everything they're used in your phones they're you they they can hold so much data that's like the equivalent equivalent of a hundred computers so they we already know they're used in lasers and so now we are just tuning in and using this information
0: for ourselves yes my dogs are barking sorry about that (laughs) I get it. I've got two crazy dogs here, too. So this is real life. This is a live stream, you guys. (laughs) Um, So when you're working with crystals and when you first started working with crystals, did you research them or did you just intuitively know which crystal would be best for you or for healing other people?
1: So this one really like pulled me in. I'm like, okay, there's so much more. This is wild. So my, it's pretty lucky that my first experience with with a crystal like changed my life. And then yeah. I went on to learn from some amazing people. I have I have four crystal healing certifications. I learned from gurus that have gotten crystalline energy from all over the world. So. I've learned protocols from ancient Chinese medicine. Um, so I integrate this knowledge. I love to learn, I guess that's in my chart too. I, um, my training allows me to accept insurance, even though I don't, but so I've learned from so many different gurus and that's part of it is I never, I've never stopped learning and I always want to know more. So my um i guess my advice to anybody on their path if they're excited by something if they get pulled by an energy or astrology like follow it <laughs> with your higher heart follow it all in um the gurus that i found my guru saddev who i've learned so much from he's in la i saw him in an instant on instagram and i had i was already a practicing crystal healer and I told my husband, I'm like, I have to go to LA and I have to go take his in person crystal healing course. Like, I have to. And he's like, You already have three. You're already practicing. What are you doing? But I have learned so much just from his connection, just as we activate each other. So I'm never not, I'm, what i want people to kind of know is that we are always learning. We're here to learn. We're not just here to say this is what i do and i'm doing it now. I want to i want to learn everything in this body in this timeline. I just want to absorb information and give it out. So, crystals got me there, but whatever is pulling you, we're here to learn. So follow mm-hmm.
0: it. <laughs> yes. And At what point did you start uh, doing Reiki and learning other modalities of healing? Because even just in our session yesterday, you used so many different things, and it's uh, really obvious that you can shift and tailor the healing session to whatever's coming through or whatever the person needs. So when did you start expanding your practices beyond just crystals?
1: I guess every time I've worked with um, like gurus or I go to my shaman and I get activations. Every time I go to New Mexico, so I get activated with something new. This summer I was activated to do limpias, which is energy extraction of entities and possessions. It's also just clearings as well. I did one yesterday. Um, So every time I learn something, I integrate it. Um, but everything, every healing is channeled. I really just see what wants to flow through. Sometimes I speak light language. Sometimes um, we do grids that I've never done before. That's just, I, my intention and the water that I drink is I am a clear crystalline channel of light. So that's how I start my practice. That's how I start my days. I'm a clear crystalline channel of light. So whatever that person needs is just gonna flow from source, through me, and it's going to come out and heal however it needs to. And that's what Reiki is. Reiki is universal flow energy. So I just flow the energy to that person. Whatever is meant for them, for their highest good, for their highest timeline, will flow to them.
0: Mm, I love that. And as you were talking about this, you you mentioned extractions and entities, and you are such a light. You embody so much light. But you also acknowledge darkness really beautifully, which, you know, that's probably the Scorpio in your chart as well. We have to understand the darkness to fully embody the light. So I want to talk about protection because this is something you talk about so much on your Instagram stories and that you encourage people to look into. Why, it, why do you feel it's so important to protect our energy and how can we do that?
1: So your energy is your currency. You you didn't come with anything else but the light source spark within you. You're not gonna leave with the material things. You're not gonna leave with all your possessions. You're gonna leave with the energy and all the light you've cultivated within this life. So if you think about your energy as your currency as the only thing you're gonna take when you leave, it kind of puts on a different perspective of protection like would you this whole life you've worked on your energy are you going to let somebody siphon it out and take it no (laughs) like no so there are so many beings and as we raise in our elevation as the veils thin, as we become more exposed to to the universe which is happening it's proven as well um, there's a lot of darkness and it's not like it's never not been here but it's that we can see it more now and we can feel it more now because we're not as numb because we know there's more <laughs> and we understand that we're connected to all of it. So actively protecting yourself is, number one, what you need to do every day. You don't need to eat. You don't need to drink. You like. You need to protect your energy. You need to protect your kids. You need to protect your family, your pets. This is vital. Um, I make Shungai Organite because... We are bombarded not only by negative energies that are wanting to feed off of us, it's called louche, also completely proven, but we have 5G, we have Wi Fi, we have all of these frequencies, these damaging, really damaging frequencies that are trying to siphon our energy and numb us and dull us so that we just remain stagnant and not in our power. So, here's a couple of things you can do. If you feel like really low like i watched a video where there was a concert and they were soul harvesting and i felt so dense after that and i was like what like what is this energy in here so once you start beginning to notice what your base resonant frequency is so like after a healing you understand what your energy is so then as you walk out into the world you can be like oh whoa that doesn't feel good so the first step is like under understanding what your energy is, what your aura feels like, and then going from there. There's so many things to talk about. I'm trying to be fast with this, but <laughs> if you feel like there's something directly in your field, like you feel a wave of darkness. After I posted that the other day, so many people were like, I felt so dark after I read that story because they were continually,
0: it was a continual harvest. Okay, so what concert was this? Is this the Astro World concert?
1: Yeah, I forgot the name of it. Yes. Okay,
0: okay. Oh my gosh, I talked about this on my live stream the next day. But when I watched those videos, I felt that too. And even the concept of the concert, the marketing of the concert was very much like see you on the other side. And I don't know if you watched the videos, but the thing that stood out to me was this intense, like masculine energy, like all these young men chanting, because that's kind of the audience that Travis Scott draws in. So I'm so curious about this and we can get into astral travel as well, because I know that's um, kind of part of your solution to it. But what was going on there energetically? What is, is it looshing? it's loose so they were doing a socialist
1: okay. which is done with all things everything is a contract every time that you see like a 5g tower every time you see a commercial where they're promoting a a, a pill that will give you 20,000 side effects like that is all a contract and if we watch it if we see it and we don't say i do not consent we're agreeing to this contract predictive programming is everywhere we have consented to our reality because we have not drawn the line and we have continually consented by watching the movie by going to the concert by listening to the harmful 440 hertz music on the radio like we've consented to all of this so now we're at a place where it's gone up to a point where we can no longer ignore it because it's right in our face so the first thing you can say is i do not consent I void mm-hmm. and null null all contracts that are harvesting or taking my energy and life force. What they were doing at that concert was a soul harvest, which they do often. So many of the- Really? I, yes, all the time. Any, any like award show, any time I've seen something, I'm like, this is just completely uh, so much ritual, satanic ritual um and they feed off of our souls we already know that they do that with children if you want to go fully down the rabbit hole you can look up andrenochrome chrome um, and soul harvesting and louche the rabbit hole goes deep so i've been down there like 10 years ago that was part of my fear state but i had to go down to the depths and really like you i was investigating i had to know everything because i brought i brought souls into this world And that comes with a sense of responsibility of understanding what is happening here. So I do not consent to something you can do. If something's in your field that you need to pull out, just pull it out. Um, I even have this like bump on my wrist because I'm always pulling out energy. So if you feel it like in your heart, if you feel scared, pull it out. Just get it out of you. Start using these portals, these hands to just start moving energy out i do not consent and more of this please will change your life i do not consent to anything that you do not consent to and then more of this please to what you want more of will change your life um and then a breath work of creating a bubble around you so breathing in filling your aura like right here at your face over your body over your house over your kids and then ending every night in that space so that you can dream and be safely. There's so many, but it's so vital. So that hopefully gives people a little bit to go down.
0: (laughs) I know the rabbit hole is so deep and I'm sure at some point we'll have you back on getting into the details of some of these things because, you know, we could talk for hours about energy and all of these things, but how do you know if you are in a situation where your energy is compromised, what are the signs to look out for? How can you be more, how can we be more aware of people feeding off of our energy? If you feel fear ever, then something is pulling your
1: energy. And sometimes people come in for healings and their energy is so fractionated out that they're just like, fraction of themselves so you'll feel drained so after you are with somebody you should never feel drained you should feel good you should feel safe within your own energy but understanding what your base resonant frequency is what your own energy is and taking the time to understand what your energy is so then you can understand how people affect you and how energy affects you but a lot of this is not about just saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. It's about sitting with ourselves. It's about watching a candle go down, you know, and, and feeling and being with your energy. A lot of the times we're so quick to say, I need to go get a healing and I need to read this book and I need to do this. But really it's about sitting with yourself, this body that your soul chose to experience this through and sit with yourself and understand your energy. And that is where all the magic happens. That's where all the wisdom comes. You can take courses, you can read books, you can watch podcasts, but if you don't integrate it here, then you're not protected, you're not elevated, and you're not serving
0: the the higher purpose. You speak so beautifully and something that Instantly struck me about you is how openly you share your truth and your beliefs. It just is. You know, when it comes out of your mouth, it, you have such a strong conviction about everything you share. And it's so clear that uh, this is your calling and this is your purpose. And you are just like flowing so beautifully with. All of your experiences and everything you believe so like i said we could talk forever about all these things but if you're watching right now and you want to go down the rabbit hole more and you want to learn more about Shanghai organite and the different crystals and what they mean you have to follow kat crystal rising co i just pulled up her instagram here so you can see how beautiful it is all the crystals also if you're local to sacramento she does in person healings but i also want to talk about your new offering that's launching today you are putting some beautiful new energy out in the world today for 1111 so talk to us about it So this
1: came through November 1st. I've done over 50 local workshops, gatherings, healings, and this astral dream space came through on like 10 days ago (laughs) or 11 days ago and said, you need to ground this magic because astral dreaming is something that we all need to be doing. We dream half of our lives and right now our energy is also being siphoned and programmed through our dream space. So when you dream with intention, you are able to get perspective onto what's happening, be in the highest light realms, and then ground that down. So my work and what I do is really um, showing you guys what it is like to ground down light and to ground down information and wisdom, and that's how I do everything. I get inspiration, and then I wake up, and I ground it down, and I create it. Everything that I've ever done has been in flow state, which it which comes from astral dreaming. I do it two to three times a week, um, and I teach you how to astral travel, astral dream, protect your energy. Um, be more embodied and live with intention and I do something really funny it's called date your dreams so I'm teaching you guys how to date your
0: dreams and change your life how fun okay so what is astral dreaming for people who don't know
1: so it's dreaming with intention it's dreaming with knowing you are going to go somewhere to receive guidance to bring it back So normally we just dream. We don't remember our dreams or we've had a bad Mm -hmm. dream and it affects us. But just as everything else we talked about, if you do things with intention, with speaking, um, with your mind, with your heart, with your voice, with written words, you can create the life you want. You can create the dreams that will ground your past lives, that will ground wisdom down. People ask me, like, how do you know all this stuff? I didn't learn all of it. I learned it from pulling it down from the Akashic, from remembering my past lives, from astral traveling. So dreaming with intention is something that I've always done um, since this, <laughs> since my very first experience <laughs> was with this lavender right here. So I've been doing it from the very um,
0: seated beginning of Crystal Rising. So is astral projection and astral dreaming the same thing, or are those two completely different things?
1: So projection is when you make the intention to go somewhere specific, like you're going to be going to like this space and time to get information. And astral dreaming is like, I allow, take me somewhere, Labradorite, just like take me to the highest realms. I want to see this planet with like seven moons, you know? so it's a little (laughs) bit different but i do touch on on what each of those are and how to
0: connect with those different ways oh i love it i am so excited for you to launch this into the world and one question that came up for me because i am a deeply curious person i have my scorpio moon um you know you've talked a lot about the darkness that we're becoming more aware of and I'm just really curious and and, you know, you say people trying to harvest our energy or satanic rituals. Who do you think is behind this darkness? Where does it come from? So we are, okay, I'm gonna break this down fast.
1: See if I can do the two minute version. So we are a slave planet and we were taken over by the blue avians, the reptilians. Um, I'm from New Mexico and in Dulce, there is a mountain where like the reptilians come out. It's documented. You can go there. Uh, it's a government, um, place right now. I also went to school in Los Alamos. So I've seen a lot of things from there too, but we are being harvested for our energy. And that's why they do all of these things to siphon our energy. Um, the way that we get out of it is through consciously and intentionally standing in our power and connecting higher than these realms where they have us programmed in the slave mentality um we we are the power they fear us they fear women in power they fear women on rise if we all collectively decided to say like this isn't working we're not having it we do not consent things would shift in a second and our planet would be everyone would have enough we there's enough for everyone so they don't want us to be in our power and they is an ancient race that has that uses and harvests our energy so there are a bunch of people that say it's the blue avians it's the reptilians um i think it goes even deeper than that but these celebrities and everything you like the president or governor i think they're not even in their human form i believe that they have been um taken out and now they're just living nefarious agendas so i know i'm sorry i can get so deep into it (laughs) i'm always like how how do do people want to go here Um, because I have gotten to see through astral dreaming and um, how dark it is because when I first started I was going to the fourth dimension where there are like psychics and where a lot of the darkness is so I spent like six months in in this realm of deep darkness and seeing what's going Mm -hmm. on Um, I only learned how to go higher to to get out of it later and
0: what dimension can you go to now?
1: The 12th I'm in full light. I'm counting <laughs> down light. I'm in, I go up to source and I get that information.
0: <laughs> okay. One last very woo thing, because I love how far down the rabbit hole we've gone. That's my goal with this show is to make these concepts more approachable or just have an open conversation about them, right? Something I remember you talking about a few months ago was either meditating or sending out signals to aliens basically. Yeah, it's
1: something I do every Thursday evening with Star Seated. We do, um, we connect through a C5 protocol. So you connect with aliens so that we have our own connection. We're not relying on the government to like connect with aliens. <laughs> We're connecting ourselves. We're connecting to our star family ourselves. So. I do it every week. I have grounded so much information, light codes, light language, my light language has been activated. Um, so yeah, I do it every week. I, I do alien connection every week. And I encourage you guys to all do it too. And it could be as easy as asking to allow. Allow the more.
0: And you, you see UFOs all the time, like you are all just so time. open right to in this. front
1: of our house, yes, we see, I mean, all the time, but there is a portal that is in front of our house and my kids and I have just seen like spaceships just disappear right in front of our house, like all together. So um, there is more out there and when you have the eyes to see it, you'll be shown.
0: Yeah, so many of us walk through our lives Uh, With our eyes half closed honestly, and you are someone who even just talking about these things You know you might not fully buy into it Honestly, I don't know if I even fully buy into it But I'm curious and I'm open to it and I want to learn more and that's really what this show is all about so few more things If people want to go down the rabbit hole, if this all is sparking a curiosity and they want to learn more, where do you recommend people get information about frequency and soul harvesting and aliens and all of the things that we don't see on news?
1: A good place to start is George Orwell wrote a book called 1984, where he predicted everything that we're experiencing right now. There's also the Georgia Guidestones, which predicts everything that's happening right now and what they're planning on dropping out with um, Agenda 2030. So those are two really good places to start to understand how deep and how many thousands of years this has been um, flowing down to us. But don't worry, guys. Like I know you're gonna get to the point where you're like, what's the point of being here? Um, You're here on purpose. You are here to activate you are here to be in your power, you are here to get this knowledge. And you are here to pull it into you, like, activate your Shakti and like, go full force with your mission. Um, I, I got to the point where it was like, this is so heavy. I have three kids. Are you kidding me? This is so dense. But you have never not existed. And you are an energy at this moment in human form. So use your moments, use your moments to blast the darkness. So my, my daughter had an entity the other day after we watched, um, she didn't watch the news, but she gets, she's really prone to it. My kids are all very empathic and they have different clairs. So she, I, after I cleared her, took it out. Um, we said, I am a light. (laughs) So I am a light no darkness can be within me or around me i blast the light so those are just some things you can do another thing we do every night is i call all my light back to me now and send anything away not for my highest good i know you probably know this because i do it every time i call all my light back to me now and send anything away not for my highest good so be in charge of your energy be in your power, be in your curiosity, explore, expand your mind, realize that everything out there is just a screen trying to keep you dead and numb from your power.
0: Uh, I cannot wait to see what your children do, because they are already light years ahead of me at this point spiritually, and they are just going to be such a powerful beings when they come into their full essence i'm so excited especially you know your twin girls were on here before we started the screen the stream and they have so much energy and so much passion within them which i think is just so beautiful and i, I, I like to I say no
1: shit. and they are all projected human <laughs> design so they are projecting our future they see everything and even what i tell them they're like nope I don't have to do that. So they're so elevated. And most kids that are coming right now are that way because if they see it, you know, we
0: have to learn from them. Absolutely. I, oh, we could talk for so long. We're going to have to do other episodes. Um, So let's pull a card and then we'll end with some last minute housekeeping. How does that sound? Sounds good. I cleared this deck as you recommended. I just saged it. And I actually decided to use a different deck today called um, Lightworker Oracle by Alana Fairchild. I love this deck. It's the first one I ever bought and it's so good. So we're just gonna keep you on here for as long as your phone will stay with us. And Alana, if it dies, it dies.
1: Alana Fairchild yeah? is one of the uh, women that I've learned from.
0: No way! Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! I feel like the oracle card writers are like celebrities because I always am like, oh gosh, you know, me Alana Fairchild too. or Rebecca Campbell, and then you're like, oh, I know her. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna do like a full shuffle. I'm just gonna see what is coming through. What message do we need to hear for this 1111 portal? Oh my gosh, cat! Oh my gosh! Tell me! Tell me! It's ascension, the rainbow bridge. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: <laughs> and it's number 18, which is my the day I was born, my lucky number, oh my so goodness. very affirming. Oh okay, goodness. let's find it in the book and see what wisdom uh that Alana Fairchild has for us today. Can I share? Yes,
1: you before you do that.
0: Yes.
1: Okay. So today, if you can wear white. Be in allowed. Okay. Get a crystal. I know you guys all have a crystal, so just get a crystal that you resonate with or the first one that your eye catches and hold it. So speak your intention into it. Think from your higher heart. What are you manifesting from your higher heart? What does your soul want to ground on this plane? Speak it, fill it, write it, embody it today. Act as if in gratitude that it is happening. Um, so that's what I will be doing today as well as I'm going to redo my altar and I'm going to make an altar for my future self that's already received this um so i'm redoing my altar today i'm making a crystal grid and i'm writing 111 things that i want to ground when i'm in this body in this life
0: oh i love that i wrote 11 things i'm calling in so not quite as much of an overachiever as you but i do that every day actually yes you have so much work to do you've already done so much beautiful work um and just on that note too energetically with astrology and numerology along with all the spirituality we've been talking about, today is really that day to align with your higher vibration as Kat's been talking about um, because we have eclipse season coming in astrology. So what that means is that our manifestations, the light is blocked during eclipses so they aren't fully illuminated. So today and tomorrow are really going to be the days that you want to align with your highest self and align with the energy that you want to embody in 2022. That's going to be kind of the most powerful thing you can do today. And all the practices we talked about with crystals and journaling, going out, standing in the sun, acting as that plant, grounding the light, taking in the light codes will all help you embody that energy. So we have Ascension, the rainbow bridge, the perfect card for this show today. And let's see what Alana has to say. The rainbow bridge is a term for the channel of light that moves through your chakra system and along your spine, allowing spirit to enter your body and stimulate the development of your soul. This bridge comes to life as your consciousness is raised. It draws in higher energies that nourish and awaken your body, mind, and soul through your chakra system. As your chakras become stimulated by the increasing influx of spiritual light, a clearing process begins which supports the consequent expansion of your consciousness. This clearing is like a spiritual detoxification. It clears blocks from your mind, emotional body, and physical body as well as from your soul, such as unresolved past life issues. As these blocks are broken down and processed, emotional trauma stored in your organs and nervous system can be released and your energy field becomes more spacious. This creates room for an increase of spiritual light. As a result, you feel clearer about who you are and why you were here, and others see more clearly when they are in your field. You become more powerful. Your energy field continues to clear itself, attracting more spiritual light, becoming more visible beyond physical limits. Others can be supported by your light, even if they cannot see your physical body. You are growing as a light worker and helping humanity in increasing ways whilst enjoying your own spiritual growth. You are opening to new consciousness now. With this comes new insight, awareness, and an awakening or deepening of your soul talents such as healing, clairvoyance, channeling, or telepathy. Your channels are being cleared and activated. Rest, open up and allow. Be patient and trust in your process. If emotional content arises and you are concerned you might be falling back into old habits, do not be afraid. Find ways to express what you are feeling through writing, therapy, dance, music, art, sound, and conscious movement. Explore your personal expression to allow for spiritual expansion. This oracle brings an additional message from spirit. Hold on. Ascension can be a wild ride. Anything is possible. The past is not an indicator. The future is not set. This is a moment to cultivate your deepest feelings of spiritual love and peace. Simply allow the genius of life to flow through you in whatever way it chooses. During ascension, your life can change quite dramatically. The rainbow bridge empowers us to rise from one reality into another. Even if your outer world doesn't change radically, internally you will feel as though you are living a different life. Eventually, the physical world changes will follow. Enjoy crossing the rainbow bridge into new consciousness, dear one. You have everything you need. You are ready for this, it is meant to be. what a beautiful way to end our show today, just affirming all of the messages that Kat brought to us during this show, all of the advice she gave. Uh, just perfectly reflecting everything we talked about. So if you enjoyed this conversation and you would love to learn more from Kat, make sure to follow her at Crystal Rising Co. And you can also look at her website, crystalrising.com to buy some of the crystals she talked about, to uh, get some Shungite Organite that she makes, it's a great protection tool, and to learn about her Astral Dream Space program, which launches today. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you right back here next week with our next guest. We'll be streaming live next Tuesday, November 16th at 10 a.m., but until then, stay curious. Thank you so much for joining our discussion today. If you enjoyed this episode of The Spiritual Journalist, you can find more on thespiritualjournalist.com or you can listen to our conversations wherever you enjoy podcasts. And if you want to learn more about astrology, join me live every weekday morning on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for today's transits where we break down the energy of the day based on the movement of the planets and start our morning off in a high vibe. All of the information we share on The Spiritual Journalist is completely free to you. So if you'd like to support more content like this, the easiest way to do so is to subscribe to our YouTube page. Just search The Spiritual Journalist. Or if you're feeling extra generous, you can buy me a coffee to fuel future live streams. Just tap the link in the description or head to buymeacoffee.com and search The Spiritual Journalist. I'm so grateful you found us here and I can't wait for our next conversation.